uh, he is the defining influence in this uh, nanotechnology world of robotics and uh, transhumanism. And he's arguably the fall guy once he unleashed this Pandora's box that he was thrown under the bus. I think, yes, he worked for Harvard. As you mentioned, Harvard acts as though they have no idea that this was going on, but yet one of the exhibits, and this is a fact that they had a joint nano lab between uh, Wuhan University of Technology and Harvard, which was established in 2009 and was officially came to be in 2012. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have the great journalist, Marianne Henin, coming to the program. She truly is a fantastic journalist, and she is censored. She's as censored as I am. And, you know, it's really hard to be that censored, but she was censored before I was censored because she has this site called Honey Colony. She created the movie, the documentary, uh, The Vanishing of the Bees, which really put her on center stage. But since then, she's just been doing amazing, amazing work uh, on, you know, the George Floyd. She also covered the the concert, the weird concert down in uh, Texas. But now she's been covering uh, Charles Lieber, who was the chairman of the chemistry and biology department at Harvard. And Thomson Reuters named him the leading chemist in the world for 10 years, from 2000 to 2010, based on the impact of his scientific publications. I mean, he's kind of been the face of this whole nanotechnology world. And lately he has been arrested and arrested for his tie to China and he's been getting payouts, and there is a lab down there that he was working with. This is a big scandal. This is just the very, very tip of the huge iceberg on how they want to manipulate our brains and our bodies. And he's created these little robots, nanorobots, and and these synthetic fibers to be able to merge with our bodies. I mean, this is really incredible. This is the foundation for us becoming nodes on the internet, you know, the internet of things, well, we're just a thing on the internet. It's for that hive mind, the foundation for the hive mind. We talk about all of that. And, you know, that's the scary part is we're thinking that these vaccines are the gateway into them being able to use this technology to control us through frequency, to be able to create these hive mind technologies in our bodies. And we're going to talk about some of that today with Miriam Henning. And I just want to tell you, since she is so censored, she has amazing products. And I've always wanted to sell her silver. She has the silver elixir that is hundreds of times more concentrated and effective than most silvers out on the market. You got to go look at it because because it's so much more concentrated and so much more effective it is multiple times less expensive too in the it, per dose and so she actually it's her best selling product and because she's so censored and she's just i mean she went from having a business that she was an entrepreneur started a business had almost a million dollars of sales or was ready to go be profitable and then they censored the heck out of her she had about a million views a month down to like 20 or 20,000 views a month and it just destroyed her business. Now she's 
you know, barely making it and she has the best products and just incredible uh, work ethic and a journalist and they have great articles on her site. So I am going, I'm working with her and I'm going to support her and really uh, put up some of her best products on my website. And I'm hoping that if it's something that you already use, that maybe you can give it a shot because, you know, we need to support each other. We need to be supporting these journalists that are on the front lines, putting themselves out there and just being, getting the crap beat out of them by the mainstream. And she's one of them. And she's been targeted by the FBI. I mean, it's just incredible for just doing what's right. And that's what makes me really angry. She also has this Hydra Plus uh, product, which I think is absolutely incredible. It Back a few years ago, I was doing a bunch of shows on, on how hydrogen, it works synergistically with C60, carbon 60, and how Japan, they have all these hydrogen baths and these, these bars where you go in and get hydrogen therapy. Well, she has these pills that you can put in water that essentially gives you that hydrogen and I've been looking for something like that for years. And I saw that on her site. And I'm like, oh, Miriam, I didn't know you had that. This is great. So for those of you who use C60, I recommend trying this because it works synergistically with that product. And it's phenomenal when you put them together. So anyways, you can go to my website at sarahwestall.com. It's on the front page, but it's also in the shop page if you're interested. And while you're there, sign up for my newsletter. That's how we can stay in contact with each other. And another thing, before we get into this show, I want to tell you that it's a two-parter. It's pretty long. She has a lot of documented material that we're going through. For those of you who are listening audio, she does talk about it quite a bit, but there are pictures. But I don't, she does a really good job explaining what we're looking at. So if you're just listening on audio, I think you'll be fine. But remember, this is a two-part, so look for part two. And let's get into this really good conversation with Maryam Henin. Hi, Maryam. Thank you so much for joining the program again. Thank you, Sarah. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. You're such a great journalist and one of the best out there. And you. you have been focusing on this Charles Lieber character, who I think is the tip of the iceberg when it comes to transhumanism and these crazy things these people are doing. He was, um, and I want you to explain who he was, but I want to say he was a Harvard professor, ran a whole department. And Harvard's acting like they had no idea, like this is this lone right. nut kind of thing, which I think is complete BS. But talk about who this guy is at a high level so people understand. Well, I call him, I call him the nanotech king. And uh, he is the defining influence in this uh, nanotechnology world of robotics and um transhumanism and he's arguably the fall guy once he unleashed this pandora's box that he was thrown under the bus i think that his achilles heel was not money although china harvard dod nih many the navy he got grants from lots of places but his achilles heel was wanting a Nobel Prize. And uh, that's why he went along. And he lies through his teeth in, in some of the clips that I acquired from the government. Yes, he worked for Harvard. As you mentioned, Harvard acts as though they have no idea that this was going on. 
but yet one of the exhibits, and this is a fact that they had a joint nanolab between uh, Wuhan University of Technology and Harvard, which was established in 2009 and was officially came to be in 2012. So it's, nan it's a joint, it says joint. So how did Harvard not know? And when you look at the 66 plus patents and realize what this, this man um, created. And of course, then there's like hundreds of other students that he took under his wing and many others, like he created the technology. So he says in this article that I wrote for Activist Post, I'll, I'll read, um, I'll read a, uh, a passage. One thing is true. If people around the world are using what you started, what is him, which in this case, I was one of the first people in 1998 to figure out how to grow these nanoscale wires. The more people who use this around the world in different technologies, the better it is for me in terms of getting this goal that I've had since, which he's referring to the Nobel Prize. But sorry, Charlie, your ties with uh, China have killed that possibility. Well, and it looks like he is a scapegoat. And for people who haven't really thought about transhumanism, it's a way to alter our body to, in their words or in their minds, to make us better. And it also is altering our body to control us to, or to improve us. I mean, one or the other, you're just, you're working at the cellular, cellular level, but he's come up with some amazing technology that actually, yes. if people weren't psychopaths, could actually right. do good things for people. Can you talk about right. some of the basic, because he's working on the basic building blocks of nanotechnology. So people can take that and do amazing things with it, both good and bad. Yes, his technology is um, being used in robotics, IT, medical devices, and uh, these nanobots, this nanotechnology is responsive or can be responsive with uh, 5G. He's created electronic scaffolding, which can be injected. So for instance, what I suspected and how he got in onto my radar was we all know what happened or what we were told happened in Wuhan when we saw people dropping with these cytokine storms. And we know that Hubei province was one of the first 5G cities. Now, if we recall in 2020, we weren't allowed to even use the word 5G in YouTube. I started saying Cinco Geo, and I've lived across the street from a 5G pole in Los Angeles. And I know through Dr. Klinghart, who's a brilliant, brilliant uh, functional medicine practitioner that in close proximity to let's say mold that it excites and uh, you will it increases the release of mycotoxins by 600 percent we are water and electricity and we have a virome we have virus virus particles that are inside of us we have bacteria and 5g i mean why are all the airplanes now trying to ward off turning it on and what will happen. So 
when this occurred in 2020 in Wuhan, I said that perhaps I theorized, I, I committed a thought crime that perhaps something in a vaccine was parlaying, communicating with the internet of things with, with 5G. And I was told not to say that, even though as an investigative journalist, you, you do rule out, you rule out, you consider everything. Yep. And I, and, and so that's what ended up getting me killed on, on uh, Twitter a year later, a, more than a year later, I was watching Stu Peters and they were kind of theorizing that this something like this could happen now to tell your audience as well that in 2017 there was a study out of Italy that saw they were looking at main vaccines and they were looking at adjuvants and they identified that some of them were heavily contaminated with nanotech I mean that's the beauty right these are microscopic you can't see what's what's going on you can't control where it's going in the body so they killed me twitter killed me a month before astro world and two months before this libra case and i've been tracking and they steal this access. So I contacted the district attorney and I got hold of these exhibits. I tried to get court documents of the testimonies of, of the witnesses. However, they were charging $2 a page. And given I'm independent, very independent, that would have cost me like a thousand dollars to access. So I wasn't able to acquire that. So my story, I wrote one story for Vaxter, which is not a deep dive. And then on activist post is more of a deep dive. And I also look at his father who was a satellite spy. So to answer your question, some of, let's look at some of these. Uh, well, and, and just to summarize too, um, my show, I do a lot on frequency. So the people here who watch me a lot, I mean, if you're new, you might not, but you know that frequency science is real. And depending on where you tune the, the um, 5G to, whether it's 60 or you know different levels, it works with different things. It interferes with different things because every mineral and everything on earth has its own frequency number. And so depending on if you are going, you're going to share that space with iron or with oxygen or something else. And so it's gonna directly disrupt that element in your body, depending on where it's set at. And 5G is a more targeted, um, direct, uh, it's closer, it's targeted, it's stronger uh, waves that get directly in to can penetrate. And, it, um, and so it, it, it's very damaging but it depends on what it's set to. It doesn't have to be damaging right. if they don't set it to a damn, something that's not synchronistic with human beings, but it can be. <laughs> it, the technology is there, it can be. That's the scary part. Why, why would the FAA try to stop turning it on if it wasn't disruptive? It's disrupting at that frequency right. with what they need, you know, their communications. Yeah. And that's the, the problem is, is that all these things dominate certain frequency bands and including human beings. 
And so we don't want our frequency band to be messed with, but it, it can be, and it's, I mean, it just can be. All you have to do is modulate it to those points and it will be just like I, I had a little robotic thing where they were a little robot inside a body. I did, a, I wrote an article about it and I found the case studies and the science behind it. And I had, I don't remember what the frequencies were, but at certain frequencies, they could get it to turn and another frequency, they could get it to go straight at the other frequency. They got it to turn the other direction. And then they can um, completely control the little robot inside your body. That's, you know, nano size based on these three different frequencies. Right. <laughs> Tesla, yeah. Tesla for And if we consider, I strongly believe as many others that astral world was a satanic ritual test. And if we consider that, you know, I've said this before, that there were 11 that we know of simultaneous cardiac arrest. So I don't, I've never heard of a event where there's no 11 heart yeah. attacks, hearts popping off at the same time. Right. Yeah. And they can just mess with your heart. We know that your heart has certain frequencies and they can mess with it. They've been able to induce heart attacks with frequency not you know, what that's been around for a long time. And there's studies that show that but to do it in mass at right. a concert and do other things like what the hell. Right. Yes, and, I know. And, and a short sightedness on frequency medicine or the fact that sound frequencies have an impact, you know, just basically epigenetics, our environment and how important and how, you know, we talk about the, the heart has a resonance of three feet. It outweighs the intelligence of the brain. And I believe that our hearts, our humanity is literally being attacked proverbially and yeah, liter literally. And if, if you attack the heart, then energetically you're keeping people in kind of ready player one metaverse um, VR world or disembodied and in your lower, lower, like just base. Or they can send, you know, they can send frequency to kind of keep you confused. They can keep different frequencies, uh, make you agitated, different frequencies, you know, create anxiety. Absolutely. Um, they, they know that the Iraqi soldiers during the beginning of the, or the, uh, during the nineties, beginning of the nineties, they all, um, surrendered in mass because they were getting frequencies sent to their mind, um, different emotions. They can send a frequency, which is an emotion, which is fear, surrender, you're surrounded. And so they, they did that, you know, that's actually not a bad use of technology, depending on what side you're on, because right. they probably saved a lot of lives, but they've done other ones in African villages where one African tribe just completely mutilated and destroyed and murdered, they were calm people. I don't remember the details wow. exactly what tribe it was. Oh yeah, I've done all sorts of work on this as far as shows and things. And there was one tribe, they were, it was, it was um, testing. And one tribe who were peaceful people, they were out there protesting. Then they put this frequency on them and made them crazy. They, and they went and just slaughtered all these people. They went too far and then they had to pull back. But these are tests that they've been working on people. And it's real. It, people have to understand this is real. And, uh, you know, I've been to nanotechnology conferences. Uh, you know, it, it's, 
it's my space. It's my, what I did, you know, it, not necessarily nanotechnology isn't, but computer science, electrical engineering, it's the combination of biotech, you know, biology and medicine verge converging with engineering and computer science. And it's, it's where modern medicine has no freaking clue. And, but the military has been working on this for seven decades or more. They know yeah. what they're doing and yeah. they know how to use our atmosphere. I, I know I sound like a nut job, but not when you look at the details, because the details of the science proves me right. right. And um, this is what this Charles Lieber represents, but he's creating the flipping tools and he's creating the framework for people to be able to use it. But I think this is just the tip of the iceberg and they needed someone to go down. But you know, like Epstein, right. the nice part is it brought blackmail and child trafficking to the forefront. Maybe this guy, and they're going after him to bring him to the forefront because he's a very high profile tip of the iceberg. But we can't stop at this guy just like we can't stop at Epstein. This guy is just a canary in the coal mine. And that's why your journalism on him is so important. Well, thank you. Anything that I could do to contribute to shining a light on Charlie and he's not cited for his crimes against humanity because he is a he's a brilliant quote unquote mad scientist. And again, if these inventions are, are used benevolently or malevolently. It, it really mm -hmm. depends, right? For So for instance, he's created cyborg heart tissue and isn't that convenient now that we have all this myocarditis and pericarditis, which is an inflammation of the heart tissue. And if we look at the trajectory of where we're going, he's also linked to Elon Musk's uh, neural lace, neural link. Which is a big deal because that neural link, that's why I kind of wonder, you know, he's being taken down, but who's taking him down? The DARPA got permission to, um, to take 500 people and put them in a hive mind to a computer where they can live together and link their brains together. And this was back in 2018. So they had that technology and they've been working on it and they had authorization to do yeah. it. You know, you know, Sarah, before they took down my Twitter account, this was like in 2020, I had two different people reach out to me on Twitter asking me for help, telling me that they had stuff, they had um, neural hardware put into their brain linked to Charles Lieber. And if oh, I could really? help them, and of course you could just say, oh, that's crazy, but I don't, I don't just write someone off. I, I told them I didn't know how I could help them and I lost track. There was one woman who I, I looked up, it's on another computer, her um, legal suit, and she was accused of having um, personality disorder, bipolar disorder, How, however, you know, at what point did they start testing? Like there's in this article and on the Harvard site, you could see an image of a mouse with the neural link and, and it's sold as a technology to allow you to keep up with the AI. And about now a month and a half ago, there was an Israeli scientist on 60 Minutes 
that confirmed or stated that the AI is already in charge. And so what happens is that they create this algorithm and the algor algorithm gets smarter. And then before you know it, the algorithm is unruly. And then you have humans saying, oh, I'm sorry, I can't uh, help you. I can't troubleshoot this. It's the computer that's in charge. And so this neural link will is sold as, as a as a tech that will allow you to keep up. Well, I it's pretty it's pretty scary. I just will say also that he was, I think, thrown under the bus because now they have his technology. He's dying, arguably, they say, of third third stage lymphoma. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, I'm not so sure if artificial intelligence is, um, I think, you know, like if you go to someplace like Best Buy and all the cust all the salespeople are using their system and the system won't, you can't, you got a problem and they can't get out and <clears throat> they can't get out of the system and then you can't ever solve your problem. And it used to be, you know, I'm a systems person. So it used to be, you could just have a way out you know they always yeah. have a back door out right. now they got people locked into this bs where you're in this endless loop or endless issue and they just you have some flag somewhere that's wrong like some piece of data on your information says that you didn't pay part of your bill and it's wrong because some person put it in wrong you know i mean there's something and it forever haunts you and so those are the kinds of things that i think are happening all the time to people all over the place now with artificial intelligence, I don't believe that they've let that loose where it's controlling a big computer controlling everything. I just don't believe that. I think there's still a lot well, of backdoors. Anybody anybody with the, anybody with the brain doing it would create backdoors to make sure you can get in. I think it's possible into the future, but I mean, I don't, unless, unless you way zoom out and say we're in a matrix and we've been designed and we're, we've, are running by we are being right. the whole human race is being ran by ai but then that's a whole other philosophical discussion <laughs> that's a yes. crazy but yeah, i mean i be. i've definitely i've definitely been wondering that i i don't believe what's going on is is human and no. I, I i was joking with friends that if you know they they told us that the aliens have already taken over whether it's ai or aliens from another galaxy or planet and as of late I, I listened to the situation report and, and Mike Adams believes that we've already been taken over I'll give it let's say an example no and I mean, that's a different but that's a different question then that's yes. saying that the human beings aren't really running it and I can't argue with that because I don't know and it could be true and I, I think what we're dealing with is so freaking weird that I don't I don't know but yeah, so that was just my point of what humans are doing versus if there's some other thing. But go ahead. I was going to give interesting. An, an example. Let's say in Telegram, I was organizing a prison protest for the Grenon family of Genesis Church. And uh, I went to forward something in Telegram, and I've been suspecting of censorship there because they don't let me in a lot of these platforms get past a certain number and so i went to forward something and i was i got a message saying that basically i'm in telegram prison till this date please don't shoot the messenger because this is the bot and so that's an example of the the ai 
becoming unruly and making decisions. And then there's no human to say, hey, can you help me? So that's just a little, little example. And that I can think they can do, they can, human beings can screw that up without too much problems. I think part of that is because we have a group of us that are screwing you up. Um, and not only your own stuff that's really controversial, but all of us post to it. And now you got ev everybody from me and Sherry Tenpenny and all those people also, along with your own crap that is controversial. And so I think it makes it that much worse. But, um, you know, because you, you allow all of us yes. to post to that site. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I think you have like a really bad... But I think that is something that human beings all in themselves could screw up because they just put together their, the social media company puts together a bot and they track things and they just are idiots. I, I, sure. I, that's me. But they'll blame it and they'll just say, oh, we can't do anything about it. It's the system. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that, that's the same thing of going to Best Buy and the customer service person can't do squat and you're just like, oh my God, as a systems person, you know that it's just some data element that's screwing it up. In, in social media, it's some algorithm that it's just their algorithms. Sure. But that's different than this sure. Charles Lieberman stuff, which is you're talking about. And this is very serious. And that's different than this Neuralink stuff that Elon Musk is doing. That's very serious because now you're talking about messing with frequencies in our brains and actually getting to the point where maybe you can take away free will of the people. If, if they're creating anxiety and they're, they're creating messages and anxiety and emotions in me, they're taking away. And if I'm not aware, which is almost not, you know, 99.9% .9 of the people, they can take away your free will. I, I, they're really, I feel in the past couple of months, there's been a pedal to the metal on amping up the theme of transhumanism, even like influencers, whether it's like Tim Pool doing shows or Edge of Wonder doing shows and taking us through the uh, evolvement or devolvement. I just want to talk. So, so Lieber has been involved in what's called liquid computing since 1988. His first grants were for the military. And yep. If you go to the Lieber group and you could find the link in <clears throat> my article from Harvard that the Lieber group has played a leading role in defining the quote interface between nanoelectronics and the life sciences from the development of sensors for real-time disease detection yep. to creating nanoelectronic tools for single cell and subcellular electrophysiology and the development of novel cyborg cells and hybrid nanoelectronics innervated tissues. And so the idea is also they will be able to tell you that you're about to get a virus before you even know it, let's say. <clears throat> and they're also wanting to record in real time neural activity and enable this technology and able to control to remote control neuron, neurons or, or life functions. So again, is this used benevolently or malevolently? And also they're underscoring, they were underscoring, Charlie was underscoring his involvement with China 
China that's been known to <clears throat> spy and steal technology when this guy in emails says, or someone else told him, you have placed an uh, ir irreplaceable contribution to the Chinese government. And he also won a friendship award. Yeah. And what, what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. What, what, what does that mean? And what was happening was they were throwing his name around because it has cachet. And then he kind of had to put a stopper on it. It, it, was, it, was, it was becoming out of hand and then underplaying the relationship with China. But if you look at the exhibits, and I don't know if you want to share. Yeah, what's your, what one's a good one to share here that you want me to bring up? We can go to, to some of, of the images and I can talk about. The first one is just showing 66 patents. We know that they love their 66s and 33s. And for anyone yeah. who thinks that that's just us, saying that, I mean, no, let's say like, for instance, on George Floyd, there's tons of 33s all over that. And it's kind of like an insignia. So we can, yeah. And you know what I got, I got, yeah. I, I got to throw this in there. My, uh, my email is sarahwestall33 at gmail.com, which I never use because, and I got accused of having a 33 because I joined yeah. the hockey team when I was younger and they asked me, they lost a player and they needed a new player. That's how I got sucked in. And her number was 33. So I just, here's your Jersey. I got number 33 and I was 33. And then for, so I created this Sarah Westall 33. And then I learned after that 33 had some kind of meaning. <laughs> so I'm like, crap, I didn't it. I, I got accused of that, but it's not, no. But it's no. more like it's been also co-opted because I was told that say, um, six is the is is um, the sacred feminine, and you know thirteen was supposed to be a benevolent. So a lot of these <clears throat> numbers have been co-opted. That's true too. I suppose it's like the Nazi symbol. The Nazi yeah. symbol never meant anything right. bad, and then now it's to yeah. most people in the West. It, they still in the East they see it as a positive thing. But in the West, we see it as Hitler and the evil. Right. I, I can't tell you how many stories, even stories that I've written, that I went back and they changed some of my words. It was for a publication I don't usually write for. And then they said in the piece, speaking for me, I, I am 33. And I never said, I never did that. Um, so... I don't know. Okay, we can we can go to another. Well, we kind of got on a sidetrack. I sorry, I got you sidetracked. No, I, okay. So, should, what else should we look at here? We can just go to another image. So this is just I'm just showing he has he he has relationships um, with pharmaceuticals, with NIH, with Navy, DOD. We, I'm sorry that these are not more. No, that's okay. Let's just go through these. These are good. Yeah, this is just him denying, um, denying an affiliation, all, um, you know, denies any association. And then during the interrogation, it, it's, he kind of realizes that they know a lot more than he thought. And he kinds of sh shifts gear also to tell the audience that the Wuhan University of Technology is not to be confused with the BSL-4 lab, but I, I looked on the map 
and they're 15 minutes away from each other in Wuhan. Just a coincidence. Yeah, well, exactly. Okay, forgery trick. So this is just to show, I found the document. These are all exhibits. You can see on the bottom exhibit, what is that, 323? And this said he was, he was working on grants since approximately 1988. And look at this. This is in regards to Venezuelan equine encephalitis virus, also known as VIV, and being able to um, assess uh, this virus, so the electronics would allow to identify, detect the Viv. And this is just to show that Fort Diedrich visited Lieber's lab. And so anyone that says that this is just, let's say when we look at the coronavirus, it just involved China, that's not true. North no. Chapel, um, Fort Diedrich, all, all these players are all connected. You spoke about Epstein. Epstein was giving money. He, he had a fascination with genetic engineering of bacteria and viruses. And he was giving money to NOAC and church. Those were colleagues of Lieber's. And so. This is why our media is is such an enemy of the people because if they were doing their job they would be telling the people that there is bioweapons labs all over the world right. which you know i published an article on this literally they're all over the place japan had a bioweapons program just like the nazis did during world war ii we folded that into our program here in the united states and we've been working on it since world war ii and there are labs literally everywhere hundreds of labs bioweapons labs that are working on this it's a big labyrinth and um this is the tip of the iceberg that's why i want to tell right. people but if the media was the friends of the people regular we we wouldn't be called conspiracy theorists because we're bringing some of this up they would know there are hundreds of labs and this has been going on for decades right people. this is right. a commonplace yes it, when when they discuss gain of function, like it's this new notion, if you look at all of these, these um, Ebola, if you look at the fairy tale of Ebola, I mean, these virus hunters have been descending and effing with viruses from the get go. And this is this is nothing, nothing new. You're exactly right. This is DOD. I just pulled up an inspector general DOD document that you have here. Yeah. So this is showing work with a cyborg cell, active control of cells. Uh, this is going back to 2015 and works with the Officer of Naval Research. This is a continuation of the other graphic, of the other image regarding Vive, the Vive. And so this is look yet another Venezuelan virus. And, you know, let's say if you look at Epstein-Barr or herpes, you know how prevalent they are? I have EBV. And so to think that, you know, the only virus is, is uh, the Rona, they've been messing with these viruses and playing God for a really long time. So this is just to show... You know, building a case on how far back this guy goes and, and, you know, arguably Sarah, his cancer is the guilt that was eating at him. He was literally bringing 
money in paper bags from China or four or five times, like brown paper bags of money. It's not just him either. This is what's crazy. They're acting like it's all him. You don't have this millions of dollars. He leads one of the most prestigious groups at Harvard and it's just him. No, he's the fall guy. He's the fall guy. He's being, and, and that's what we have to get past. It's just like Epstein's the fall guy. And then the, and then Giselle, the Maxwell trial was one big freaking cover up. And I, you know, it, it would yeah. be interesting to see what you come out with at the end of this on who they're covering up and why, you know, he was a bad, he must've messed with somebody. He did something bad, screwed up. And now they're using him as a fall guy, but why and how and what's going on behind this what's the bigger iceberg you know what I mean and I know that's what you're looking for I mean that I I I'm going back to my George Floyd project and again this is independent work so I wanted to pay tribute given that I was killed on because of graphene oxide and nano and Charles Lieber and Wuhan and so this is my little contribution and I'm grateful for people like you, Sarah, to bring light to this. He hasn't been sentenced yet. It looks according to the court documents that will occur in March. And he faces up to 26 years, but certainly he's the fall guy. And let's recall, what they do is it's hidden in plain sight. This started with accusations of espionage, part of a initiative to bring to light spying and it got diluted into tax evasion. So again, we're not, we're not doing justice. He's not the only one. And there will be others, other academics that will be tried, tried later on. But this was chalked up to exceptional teamwork. And so they can get to pat themselves on the back no one in the mainstream media. Okay, sure. S- sorry, since um, since I last checked, there have been written articles. I personally haven't seen any mainstream televised channels talk about Libra. We can go to a next another. Well, I want to say a couple of things that are in this yes, document. Please. It says, you know, the active control of cells. Yes. Study of neuroinvasion. Yes. And this is uh, with the Air Force Office of Scientific Research. And there's a grant number. I mean, this is more than just one guy, people. Totally. This is a big deal. Yes. Showing Lieber is the co-principal investigator of the International Science and Technology Cooperation Program of China and joint R&D of vandium oxide based nanowires. This goes back to 2013 to 2015. There's a collaboration. Just this notion that he wasn't embedded in the work. There's tons of pictures. Like, I think he goes as far as to say that he didn't know that he was a strategic scientist. And then he's in one image standing behind a big poster that says strategic scientist behind him. Oh, geez. So this is another, he looks like he's not, and then... Right. But again, they started using his name for cachet. Um, 
and it, it kind of bit him in the booty. This is another innervated cell, cell networks, three-dimensional biomaterials. He also used the nanowires. What enabled him, just like with the mRNA, is these fake synthetic lipids. So this fake synthetic lipid, some which can be purchased, just like you can buy Zika or you could buy other viruses. Here, here's an image that shows that Woot and Harvard joint, 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 the word joint. So how is it that they say that they didn't know? And, and again, it's certain, let's say Harvard, it's BS and yes. we have to be incredibly naive to believe it, but that's what it's, it's what they're doing with everything else where they're just lying over and over, over. It's like the mind war stuff that we were talking about before. I did a little documentary on it. I also did a talk on my mind war at the false flags and conspiracy conference last month. Wow. I didn't know there was an event. Yeah. And I, 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 I did, mine was on, um, psyops mind control covid and you know and i talked about mind war i talked about i had a bunch of different um uh clips from different neuroscientists that were uh at west point talking to people and that's where i found the clip of the the 500 people that were approved by darpa to be connected all their brains wow and what year was that i'd love to hear that to see that yeah, I'll send you the link to that. Uh, and anybody who's a member can see my presentation. Otherwise, they have to buy, um, what do you call it, tickets to the conference, the 2021 okay. conference. But for you as a journalist, I'll just send you it because I know you can't just be buying everything everywhere to get your data. But yeah, well, this has been going on for a while, but he's not the only one. No. And oh, the mind war. My yes. point was it's like COVID and it's like their thing. They are lying and they will make if something's not true, they will make it true. Yes. Through in a psyop mind war way where it, they psychologically make people think something's true. So him working alone is obviously uh, is a joke, but they're going to make it seem like he is because that's what they need it to be. So they're going to make it true. Yeah. By repeating the lie over yep. and yep. over again. And then I didn't mention the whole, the 1000 projects plan, which is he was a foreign expert and a recruitment program.